What's up, everyone? Welcome to today's episode. What would you do to lose weight? Would you eat a parasite? The lab where I work is not a regular sort of lab. We wear protective equipment and do decontamination protocols to ensure that anything inside stays there and doesn't escape. Proteons Level 8 Consumer Medical Products Division is what it's called officially. But for those of us who work here, we just know it as the pit. We are on the furthest floor down from the main level, far away from the gleaming offices of the 39th floor, where suited executives discuss business portfolios while sipping lattes and smoking cigars. Despite the name of the pit, it's very well lit at least. The bright fluorescent glow of the lamps overhead cast everything in a stark, shockingly electric white. You almost have to shield your eyes from all the reflective polished steel surfaces belonging to high-tech equipment. Everything from stairs, hot plates, precision balances, incubators, microscopes, and pH meters, all top of the line. I'm not supposed to talk about what we're working on down here in the pit, but I guess it doesn't really matter not to me anyways. We did experiments down there. Things I deeply regret. Our assignment was to create a biological solution to assist people with weight loss. The idea was to design a genetically modified tapeworm that would help people reach their desired weight. Then could be drawn out with a biologically implanted trigger. Sounds disgusting, I know. But you'd be amazed what people will do to lose weight. I was shocked to see a human volunteer amble into the laboratory one day. He'd been forced to sign several NDAs and was told not to say a word to anyone about the pit. The man was over 300 pounds and he was eager to try the new treatment we were offering. Even when we told him what it was, he didn't flinch. He just agreed enthusiastically, asking how the worm would be implanted. After the procedures was finished, the man stood up from the steel examination table, looking excited. He said it was the first day of the rest of his life, and he couldn't wait to see the results of the treatment. It took all my effort not to throw up just thinking about that worm squirming around in his belly, sniffing for food. 
since I was assigned to lead for the project, the man was given my work cell phone number to call in case of emergencies or issues with the worm. We didn't expect, we didn't anticipate anything unusual. We had simply modified the worm's genes to exit the body when we told it to. But still, this was experimental. And I was a little worried about testing it for the first time on a human. I had been working for Proteon for long enough to know better than to ask questions though. The last whistleblower at the company had made an untimely demise. Weeks went by and the subject reported weight loss in excess of 15 pounds. He was thrilled by the results. Only a few more days remained in the trial and a few of us in the lab were joking around saying how it would, wouldn't be such a bad thing to lose a few inches ourselves. Working in the lab doesn't afford a lot of opportunity to exercise after all and it's hard to stay in shape. I wasn't the first one to swallow one of those worms. Kevin did it first. And then Lisa. And then Rebecca. I felt an odd sense of peer pressure to join them. Come on, Jake, Rebecca said, prodding me with her elbow. Imagine what it would be like to look 50 pounds lighter. She said this while looking at me flirtatiously. We were both on the bigger side, and I thought about the two of us looking fit and skinny, having sex in the back of her Jeep Cherokee. She would definitely have sex with me if I was skinnier, I thought. With that idea in mind, I held up the worm with my forefingers and I dropped it down, swallowing it. Like a kid during recess, trying to impress the cool kids. Except, we had all done it. We had all ingested the creatures designed by untested science. And we were all about to pay the price. For a little while, the days were uneventful. I started to lose weight, slowly at first, then a little more every day. Despite eating huge meals, the fat continued to burn away, disappearing effortlessly. I wasn't exercising or doing anything different from my usual routine. If anything, I was eating more. Feeling like no matter how much I shoved down my throat, I was always hungry. Despite feeling tired and hungry all the time, I was encouraged by the weight loss. Just like our subject, I found myself stepping on the scale and seeing I had shed 15 pounds in a matter of weeks. 
As I stepped off the scale, though, I felt something steering inside of me. The worm, I assumed. But it felt larger now. Like a large snake and calling itself and yawning as it awoke for the day, hungry for a meal. That made me feel unsettled. But I tried to ignore it. And I went about my day, going to work as usual. I attempted to reach the subject of our experiment, but he didn't pick up on the phone. It was the second day in a row he hadn't answered. He's probably busy with a hot day, Rebecca said. She was looking good. The missing weight around her face was already noticeable. And despite her color appearing slightly gray, I thought her ass was getting sort of peachy in the shape. How about the two of us go on a hot date, I asked her, feeling impulsive and more confident than I had in years. Tonight at eight? Her cheeks colored with a rosy blush. Hell yeah, she said, smiling and showing her tiny teeth and tall gums. Her glasses fogged up as we kissed behind the centrifuge. And I told her I'd pick her up at 7. That night, I went to her apartment to pick her up. And I knocked on the door. She opened up appearing a little green. Come on in, she said gulping. I just need a minute. I'm not feeling so well all of a sudden. I went in and sat down, feeling not so great myself. It was just hitting me at that moment. A sensation like I was spinning while standing on top of a very tall building. Sitting down hard on the couch, she plopped down beside me. She set her hand down on my leg, and I noticed dully as something was moving around underneath her skin, borrowing like Bugs Bunny. It didn't even register to me that I wasn't as surprised as I should have been when I saw the same thing was happening to my own arm. I felt my face, then I noticed it was moving as well deforming and bulging with the movements of parasites underneath. Not one worm, but many of them. And they weren't just in my stomach anymore. Now they were everywhere. Your face, Rebecca sputtered. Her eyes glazed over and moist with tears. Your face is moving. Whatever these things were, they were multiplying. And they were making us brain dead as they chewed on our gray matter. 
Call 911, I said to Rebecca, feeling more afraid than I never fell in my life, as I saw something begin to tear a hole in her cheek. The face of a worm peeked out as it gnawed and clawed to free itself. I tried to raise my hand to reach my phone, but I couldn't. I tried to scream, but no sound came out. All I could feel were the teeth of a thousand parasites growing larger by the second as they fed upon my flesh. And their mother in my belly. A six-foot snake uncurling and shifting with displeasure. Getting ready to start gnawing at the bars of its flesh cage to escape to greater pastures. I hope you guys enjoyed today's story. If you would like to hear more stories like this, please visit Reddit under Jordan Group. Have a good night, everybody. Stay safe.